Money is a topic in everybody's small business, whether we like to talk about it or not. Hi, I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator podcast. We're going to go deep with tips, strategies, and amazing interviews to embrace the money stuff in your business and to support you on your entrepreneurial journey. Thanks for listening to the Profit Accelerator podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. We're going to be talking all about setting and reaching financial goals. And since this is January 2021, when you hear it for the first time, this is a beautiful time of year to sit down and set goals. In order to be successful in setting and reaching financial goals, we need to look at three things. The first one is going to be your mindset around your goal. The second one is going to be your capacity to reach your goal. And the third one is going to be tracking and progress of your goal and a little bit of a perspective on the timing of our goal. Now, this perspective is something I've actually recently learned from David Nagel, having to do with the fact that sometimes we set arbitrary deadlines on things and we don't actually have a time purpose for the goal. But we'll get to that in a few minutes. The first thing I want to talk to you about is your mindset around your goal. Now, there are so many times I hear people say, I wish I could make $10,000 months. I wish I could do $20,000 this month. I wish I could do a six-figure year. I wish, I wish, I hope. And none of those statements has the proper mindset for setting and going after these financial goals. Now, there are a lot of people who actually don't set financial goals because they don't want to be disappointed if they miss them. So what they do is they just ignore the goal and say, I want to make more. And more becomes the goal itself. And to be honest with you, if you make 25 cents more the next month, you've hit your your goal. But most of the time, that's not what people are thinking. But you don't want to be disappointed. Finances and money, it's just, it's something that's so personal to us. And it's something that we measure our worth with. And even though we shouldn't, we all do. And it's just a natural human thing that a lot of times we measure our worth based on how much money we can generate, or how much money we have, or how we use our money. So what I want to do is I want to step back and I want to look at some mindset shifts that you can make today to help you set and reach financial goals for the rest of this year. And then, of course, in the future. One of the first mindset shifts that I learned to make actually came from a book called The Audacity to Be Queen, made uh, written by Gina DeVee. And let me tell you, this book is phenomenal. But one of the things that she really kind of made me think about was the fact that when we set a goal, no matter what that goal is, it needs to become a non-negotiable, meaning we're unavailable for anything but success in that goal. When your goals are set by your desires, the desire with some specificity, you become unavailable for anything but success. Basically, you start from this is happening and this is what I'm doing. And you then commit to taking steps based on this unwavering determination and belief that you can have this goal. It needs to become a non-negotiable. So that's mindset shift one. Because a lot of times, especially around finances, we do tend to allow goals to shift and allow goals to, you know, well, it it would be okay if I didn't reach that as long as I made a little bit more. We don't necessarily stick to our guns around financial goals. And I think in a lot of ways, that's because 
we see financial goals as something that come from exterior forces. We're not actually out there making the money. I mean, we're doing the sales and things, but we have to get other people to give us the money. And because we can't control other people, then that means obviously, you know, we don't have any control over this goal. I see that. And I want you to know I lived there for a very, very long time. This feeling of, I didn't actually have a lot of control over my financial goals because it was determined by other people. But I can tell you that setting this mindset shift that my goals are non-negotiable and that I have a real purpose for my money and I need this money or I want this money both um, in order to do these things in my business, my community, and my life, it has changed the way that I look at how these goals are going to happen. There is a a great thought about we don't want to be connected to how things happen. We just want to set these goals with our desires and let them happen. And I can tell you that when you disconnect from that idea of the how, we don't know how it's going to happen. Things do happen. You'll get a referral. You'll get a, a surprise sale. Somebody will invite you to come and present in their Facebook group. Somebody will put an order in for, you know, a a party favor and they'll order 20 of your thing. Things like that happen when we're disconnected from the how we're going to do it. But we have the mindset that we're unavailable for anything but success. So the very first thing I want you to do when you decide to make a financial goal is to know that that goal is yours and you're going to strive to reach that goal, that we're not going to waver on it and be wishy-washy and think, you know, well, if I don't hit it, it's okay. Actually, it's not going to be okay anymore. We are going to allow that goal to guide what it is that we need to do. Now, the next thing we have to check, though, is our capacity to hit our goal. This goes back to, I wish I could make $10,000 months. Okay, what do you sell? Well, I sell a $47 course. That's a lot of people to get to $10,000. We need to make sure that we have the capacity to hit these financial goals and we're able to back up mathematically what it is that we want to do. And this way here, we will feel a lot more uh, confident in being able to hit our goals. So one of the things that I do with our income and profit planning workshops that we do every quarter is we sit down and we decide what it is we're going to sell that quarter, when, and for how much, and the numbers that we need in order to hit our goals. And those goals then turn into growth goals for the business because we can also do some prediction on profitability once we do this math. But one of the things that you have to start from is what am I offering and what does it cost? What is my capacity to make this money? If you sell a $5,000 thing and you want to make $10,000 a month, we have to sell two of them. If you want to make $10,000 in a month and you sell something for $47, you must have a much bigger audience or market pool that we can pull from to find people to buy from you. You need to know what your maximum capacity is that you can comfortably make each month with your offers. And it could be a mix of offers. You can have anything that you could that you could possibly mix from. I mean, I, I've worked with companies that are, you know, food service companies that also do catering. And I've worked with boutiques and I've worked with dog trainers. I mean, I've worked with all these different types of businesses. And whether or not it's a product or a service, you are limited in some ways by your production model, 
by your time available, and perhaps by your own working guidelines. We need to know right now today, what is your maximum capacity to make money? If you want to sell something for $197 and you only have room in your calendar for 10 of them, then that is going to be the max capacity you have for selling that particular offer. And I'll be honest, if we don't tie our financial goals to our capacity, we really have not given ourselves 100% of the support and resources we need to hit these goals. Then they do become wishes. Then we do miss them. Then we do start to get down about them. When in reality, the math just didn't even work from the start. So you want to make sure that you have your capacity figured out. And guess what? You may have to raise your prices. You may have to add another course. You may have to, you know, double up the number of things that you sell this month. Whatever it is that you need to do in your business to hit that goal, make sure you have hard numbers behind it and a capacity to make the money that you really, really want. Along with that, We want to figure out your best sales month to date. How did you get there? Did you have some ad that you used? Did you host a challenge? Did you have a 10% off coupon? What did you do to get to your best sales month ever that we can deconstruct and use to help put action behind our goal? So we're going to set our goal. We're going to look at our capacity. We're going to be unavailable to do anything else. And then we need to put the action behind it. So what are the things that we did before that we can deconstruct and duplicate now to be able to hit your goal? Once we put those two things together, the action, the capacity, you will be well on your way to reaching the things that you want to get done. I mean, there's no reason to miss if you have the action, the right action behind the right capacity to make the money. Those two things married together, and you're going to be well on your way to reaching your financial goals. Now, I told you there were three things. So the mindset is one of them. The capacity is another one. And then the third one is kind of this perspective on timing. And one of the reasons I want to talk about this is it was kind of a new thing for me. I have always been project management focused. So everything kind of had milestones and gates and timing and things had to fit together, right? We finish phase one when we start phase two. And, you know, the, the fact is when it comes to financial goals, sometimes our arbitrary timelines are just that. We just, we want to make it in six months. We want to make it in three months. And we don't actually have a purpose behind the timing that we need. If you have a purpose for the money in a particular period of time, it actually makes it easier to have a goal that is clear enough for you to take action on because you can be laser focused on that time frame. But the fact is, in a lot of ways, we aren't laser focused for a given time frame because we just want to make the goal and the goal is somewhat arbitrary as far as time goes. And I, I learned this actually from David Nagel. Where he said, it doesn't mean the goal is wrong. Maybe your timing is wrong. And he said that. And I went, wow, holy moly. So if I have the right mindset and I have the right capacity and I have the action behind it and I have a purpose for the money, it may be that my timing is just arbitrary And it doesn't have to be done in that period. And that was something that really made me think about, you know, how can I fit things together 
so that I feel like the timing is being met, even if I'm quote unquote missing my goal in the time frame I put out there. One of my other coaches has said, do you have a good, better, best goal that you can have a stretch goal and you can still have a good goal, meaning, you know, your lower end goal that you can reach in a time frame and then have a stretch goal that could be attainable in another period of time. So it sounds a little confusing. Let me uh, explain this. So we have capacity and availability, purpose for the goal, and the right mindset. We're unavailable for anything else. But because timing is maybe something that we haven't put down specifically, we would want to have a goal that is a good goal, then a better goal, then a best goal that we could reach in that time. So let's say you want to have a $10,000 month, but to date right now, your best goal has ever been $2,000. And you don't actually have the capacity when we look at those numbers to do more than 6,000 and you need to change your prices and you need to change some of the things around that to make sure you can hit that goal. You would maybe want to set your good goal at $3,000, which is more than your best month. Then a better goal of the $6,000, which is max capacity where you are right now. And then a stretch goal or a best goal of $10,000. And the beautiful thing is you'll get that psychological boost as you pass that two grand, which was your best and get to three. And for each of these three goals, you just need to make sure you have a clear purpose for the money at each level. And it doesn't take that long to kind of think through and set these goals, uh, good, better, best. You know, you can take a very short period of time and figure out, you know, what would I do with two, five, and 10, something like that, so that you can be focused on it. But it can also help you feel like you're not filling this huge gap, in my example, from 2K to 10K, and not having really anything other than a wish, to get after that money. I mean, we definitely want to put things in perspective so that we can hit them. And when we do hit them, we hit them with purpose. Now, there are going to be times when we don't hit our goals. And timing being one of these things uh, doesn't mean, again, the goal is wrong. It may be that the timing is wrong. And that, I mean, really, when he's, I'm telling you, when David Nagel said that, it, it just blew my mind because how many of us give up at the end of some arbitrary time frame, and say, well, I, I didn't make it. And the fact is, is you haven't made it yet. You still want to stick to those goals because if you've made these goals properly, your mindset has you unavailable for anything else. You have generated capacity and availability to make that money. And you have put yourself together a action plan to get after your goals. So rather than saying we're missing goals, I actually like to think of it more about tracking your progress towards your goals. And that was kind of the third prong there was progress and how we are able to walk through that progress and look and see, maybe we have to tweak something. Maybe something happened. The only time I think you step away from a goal that's in progress would be maybe you lose your passion for the result. Maybe you discover in some way that this wasn't actually the true goal you wanted to meet. But I think that's very rare. I don't think that happens very often. I think if we start to lose passion for the result, it's because we, again, gave ourselves some timeline and don't feel like we hit that. So all I want you to do when you don't hit your goal is remind yourselves that it's a non-negotiable and you're unavailable 
for anything else. And this perception of a miss or perceived miss could be a timing issue or an approach issue. But here's the bigger thing. There's a lesson in this. We've learned something about ourselves on our way to the goal. We need to celebrate our progress and find those lessons on the way to our financial goals. I tell you, it is is the biggest thing to understand that everything is in alignment for you. And now you're just adjusting and putting the time together to make this thing happen for you. With enough specificity, with making sure that you have, you know, great progress tracking and you have a non-negotiable approach, you will be able to set and hit any goal for 2021 and out into the future. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care and I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.